welcome to Dowdy. I'm Mariana Feijó and I'm on a quest to change the dictionary entry for the word brave, or just using that as an excuse to have conversations with people about moments in their lives in which they have been brave, or just slightly out of their comfort zones. This week I've been brave because I put a time limit on my smartphone. It is extremely hard for me not to wake up and the first thing I do is to pick up my phone. That's what I do every day, or that's what I've done every day apart from the three last days. <laughs> I decided to put a time limit on my phone until 10 a.m., which is the time I'm meant to start work. And I both will just check Twitter and Instagram and all of that nonstop before I even stood up from bed and also reply to work messages before I start work. And there's two things I need to do. Spend less time on social media and have a better boundary between work and non-work time. The past three days have been okay. I've been waking up and doing a bit of stretching and yoga and just reading while I have my breakfast. That's so far what I've done because I'm also trying to sleep better. So I've been sleeping very badly. I started sleeping better as soon as I decided that I needed to sleep better, which is also how my brain works. So I'm hoping that if not before... Next week, I can add a little bit of writing in the morning before I start work. I've also been going to the swimming pool to the Lido a lot, which is great. In like a couple of weeks of swimming, I've better my time, my swim time. As a former swimmer, that's like awesome for me to see that I can maybe get back there one day. Uh, and I'm also also getting a tan because I'm going to the Lido, so it's outside and I can tan. And I've been in shorts for most of the past few days because it's the easiest thing to put on in the morning. And that's something, I think I mentioned it in the podcast before, that I didn't do for a long time in my life because I thought my legs were too, my thighs were too, too thick for shorts. I don't know if you can hear the wind, it's annoying me, but there's a gust of wind going around in my house that's very noisy. So I apologize if you are hearing it. But yeah, shorts, shorts were something that I wouldn't wear, and now I love them. I have tattoos in my legs that I want people to see, they're beautiful, they're the works of art I carry on me, besides my own body. <laughs> the work of art that is my own body. <laughs> And that's like also uh, something that we have talked a lot about in Dowdy and part of what I'm doing in these few episodes before the start of the second season is re-listening to every episode to see what I can do better in the second season and also to take highlights from them for life, really. <laughs> Let's see what I'll do with those highlights besides these middle episodes between seasons that I am now completely posing. I have not managed to listen to all of them yet, so I probably didn't take all the excerpts related to this subject out of the whole of the episodes we've recorded, but there are themes that come back a lot and that different people talk about, and body image is one of them, and the way we relate to our bodies, and the way we are taught to relate to our bodies is something that comes up over and over again in Dowdy. And we will today listen to some of what my guest said to say about a subject. 
oh, the word is bullshit. Oh, let's change it all. Let's change it. Infuriating. For sure. Handstands kill more people than sharks. That's not uh, the fact. It just gave me one extra fear with my cycling, which is being swallowed by okay. the, the earth, which I had never considered. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like the odd thirst trap? Come on. Society is it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's so crazy that young girls that are like in their teens are so embarrassed of like something that's natural and that happened to like half of the population. Yeah. And, like all that need to happen to solve this problem is like early on educate everyone about this being a natural thing. Because like if you don't ever tell like boys as well that that is like natural and nothing to be ashamed of, they will make fun of you. Yeah. If you they see you having your period it's just like it's just awful when it first come it's not that terrible it's yeah. like spotting but then it's, it's six hours later there's like that scene in the shining which like <laughs> <laughs> the elevator doors open and all the blood comes out and there's like <laughs> two twin sisters <laughs> holding hands in the middle of your legs <laughs> yeah. i know people that have like a weird relationship with food you know like they when they eat like something like sugary and stuff they feel guilty about eating it and i always find that awful that they feel that way like and like just enjoy your donut like it's it's once in in a blue moon just enjoy it don't don't feel guilty your body's getting older do you want children you're not married yet you haven't got a house Ah. i started to notice fat phobia when i was seven so it's a long time ago they don't hold people like skinny people accountable of their way of living because they are skinny so they are not they are healthy that's okay and it's not like that they only see the package you are fat you're not worthy you're not worthy because you're sick you're always sick and i say this plenty of times that's why i started to say that i have an autoimmune disease because that's the reason why i'm sick from a perspective of thinking about fat phobia and when i started to read more about it and more articles about it i think women's bodies are much more likely to be shamed fat shamed or whatever shamed than guys bodies people overweight or fat they they wait a lifetime to be happy and to be proud of themselves and to be whatever just to be like I was just embarrassed to be in the street running because I always ever since I'm little I was always like the chubby kid so even when you get older and you're not a ball which you weren't but you know that's the nickname that you get when you're a child I think you can't get that out of your head you always think of yourself as the, you know, the, the fat one or like, I'm just so much bigger than everybody else. Like if I'm running in the street, like everyone's going to turn around. <laughs> and the first few times that I was running, obviously I was so out of shape. I was using one of those apps where you run for one minute yeah. and you walk for two. I couldn't even run the whole minute. And I was so embarrassed. Like someone was timing me in the street. And then you remember nobody cares. Literally nobody cares about you. <laughs> you could fall over. No, I did. And nobody helped me. <laughs> I found it a lot in school, like, I think because partly I'd been picked on 
for my weight. Like I just wanted to move around almost like not being seen. So I wouldn't volunteer to do things. And I wanted to act for so long and wouldn't because I was like, well, that way you end up with everyone looking at you. And I was like, I don't want that. I don't want like <laughs> everyone then to pick on me for acting or like because I'm overweight being seen by a large number of people. I take up a lot of space in conversation. And I think maybe that's also, that's connected a little bit with my weight where I was always concerned. I didn't want people to look at me physically. I wanted them to look at me as a person. So a lot of what drove me was like, you're going to see my value, which is probably also why I'm so open. If I was hot, I don't know if I would be like this. <laughs> I mean, by hot, I mean traditionally, traditionally hot. hot yeah. They were always comparing me with other people, my friends, my peers. You are not like them. You will never be happy. You will never find a man that loves you. You will never find anyone. And that stuck with me with forever and ever. <laughs> they, it was a long time for me to get through it and to surpass it and to think about myself like I am. I am a beautiful woman. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you think I'm fat. I know I'm fat. That's fine with me. <laughs> But nowadays, it's very difficult for me to see other women that feel like that and see them themselves like that. Like, I need to be skinny to be perfect, to be a, a woman. I don't need that. No, you don't. You don't need that. You need to change the way you think. Oh, that's nice. But maybe you should wear this because it's a little bit more slimming. Or, oh, we can have something maybe that covers your belly. And then I think I got to a point where I was just so angry. that I went, no. And you know when people say it's like really nice and they're like, oh, maybe you should wear this. And I got to the point like, no, this is actually what I'm going to wear. I feel good in this. And I want to take the feeling that I have when I'm on my own <laughs> wearing a certain thing or doing a thing. I've decided that's not going to stay within the bubble of just me alone. I'm going to take that out into the world. And I just decided to go, well, actually, I'm going to wear what I'm going to wear things for me. Then for me, that's when I've started to feel, oh, well, actually, when I stop worrying about what other people can think, I can actually focus on like myself and on growth as well. Mm -hmm. Because, gosh, I used to do some unhealthy things like it'd be really hot and I wouldn't wear a sleeveless top because my arms are too flabby. That was like, that's an incorrect thing because I can wear whatever I want and it's really hot. And they thought I couldn't hear them, but I could. Well, it was the gentleman that was speaking going, oh my gosh, look at, look at the thighs on that. You know, when you walk up the house and you feel so great and then someone just tears you down and just feeling really just like, oh. And then I was just, I, I felt that of like feeling uncomfortable and that, that um, shroud of shame, as I like to call it, go over me. And then I decided like, no, I'm not going to put the shroud of shame on. I'm not going to cover up who I am. And I turned around uh, to him and said, oh, actually, I can hear what you're saying. And like, there's no need for you to comment on me. And what you're saying is really unkind. I definitely also see this as a form of like oppression because you're like, oh, actually, you're telling me that I'm not good enough unless I buy the thing that you're saying um, and like adhere to Western beauty standards or you're encouraging me to waste time on things I do not actually really want to if you want to spend your time waxing 
that's great. Then if you don't want to spend your time waxing, but you feel like you need to because, oh my gosh, shock, horror, if you have any hair anywhere. Of course, it's fine if males have hair. But like, if you dare to just be yourself and grow the way things grow naturally, like, oh, you're letting yourself go. And really like, um, you're trying to fill up our time with all these things that we don't necessarily need or necessarily want. So we're taking our eyes, and I keep saying this, off the prize when really actually you're just trying to pull me back from success and found myself dressing for other people and putting things on for other people. And at the time I might have not really been aware of it, but maybe on some unconscious level I was, that like, oh, what I wore to a party or, or what I wore to school was what other people would... Um, feel is acceptable for me to wear as well when a woman like a curvy woman takes a photo in a bikini and everyone's like oh you're so brave it's like what yeah that's in their head it's like in their head if they were (laughs) yeah if they had that body they wouldn't possibly be in a bikini but that's so like yeah yeah. i mean i think you will have been brave if you have done that because you're you have something in your nugget that's not right. But that lady that did it, she was just putting on a bikini. Yeah, she was not. She was just probably. Safe. It was a, a hot day, and she felt like she yeah. wanted some breeze. Yeah. <laughs> it's so difficult because sometimes we use uh, clothes as a form of uh, armor and protection, isn't it? For the fact yeah. that we need to protect ourselves. Which is just so sad because, well, really, just don't be a predator. Exactly. <laughs> I literally go out looking like a foot. I look like a human toe and I'm still getting this sort of feedback because, as we know, it is not about sexual attraction. It's not about the way you look. It's about control over yourself and also thinking you own the streets. You can do what you like. I feel like taking ownership of my body and what I wear and disregarding people's expectations of who they think I should be or how I should act. I see it for me was an act of bravery. I mean, because it's also triggering because all of this terminology and all this stuff was basically thrown at us when we were younger and it didn't make us feel good. It made us feel other. Yeah. It, it made me feel like I wasn't normal or, or that there was something to be ashamed of. And it took a lot of work for me to be okay, but that was other people's ignorance. And once you start realizing that it was other people and their inability to accept you for whatever reason, it becomes a little bit easier to be in your own skin. I'm sometimes angry at the experiences that past me went through because what a waste of time. What a waste of time. We wait a long time. We wait for a partner to be happy. We we wait for success. We wait for whatever, your dream job, your dreams to be, whatever. You wait all of your time for something. And sometimes people that are fat or overweight or whatever you may call it, they wait a long time. I'm not gonna lie. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm a hot man. I'm sexy. But in the traditional sense in which we have been taught about. But but I don't get free things by just smiling as much as other people. When I started to think about, well, let's not think about weight anymore. Things change in myself, in my life. And the way I see myself, the way I see my friends, the way I see my family, the way I see my partner, the way I see all of the things, everything changed, everything shifted in the right direction in in my opinion but when who you are 
it's got a lot of differences to the other people around you, it's harder to just blend in because you stand out for being different. I like smiling. My mum was very happy and silly and smiley and joyful. So growing up around her was a great inspiration. And I, I learned pretty early on it was a good tool. A, just I like smiling because it makes me feel good. Uh, and it's nice to have like positive energy but it also like was a good shield like and people don't know what to do with it so like it was good for confrontation or like if children at school would pick on me because like I was bigger than a lot of kids and they call me fat like they don't know what to do if you smile back at them and I was like this is a cool technique for so many things you, you have to have a certain type of body to be specifically amazingly and perfect for guys it's only for for men that we do that which is interesting because i do identify as queer but i spent a lot of my life dressing for the male gaze dressing in a way that i would think is appealing to males yeah. of any age which is problematic within itself when you are still just a child but i did put myself in a category of actually well my either like the youthfulness of me or like my value is um, in the hands of others. I lost a lot of weight because I just started to do things to take care of myself in a different way. And that showed itself physically. Yeah. Mentally, I was still a mess. Mentally, I was still a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Perfection doesn't exist. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me at, at Marianas Beats on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for all dowdy updates and other silly content. As all podcasts will tell you, all rates and reviews will be super welcome. So please head over to iTunes to give Dowdy a bump. If you've enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends, share on your socials using the hashtag DowdyPod, or drop me a DM. All good vibes welcome. Huge thank you to Shem Pennant for the intro and outro jingle and for being present in my life. If you'd like to support my work, all tips are welcome through PayPal and Coffee on at Marianas Beats. I've been Marianas. Until next week.